The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we're sure are glad to have you with us tonight. Um, we always start our, our little show out with uh, something called In, in the, the news. news. Yes. And uh, it's always kind of interesting to see what shows up in the news. And, you know, here's something that's in the news. Actually, it came, it hit the wires today. No, yesterday. The 30th. Oh, yes. Yep. So today is the 31st. 31st. Wow, what a long month. Uh, <laughs> who would have thought? Um, okay, so it had to hit the wires yesterday. And it comes from one of those really long-worded places, the Federation of American Societies of Experimental Biology. Wow, wow. that's a mouthful, isn't it? But it's about one of our old comrades, the, the grapeseed extract, or resveratrol. The resveratrol, right. the component from red grapes. Well, it is, comes from the grapes, right? Yeah, it mm-hmm. comes from grapes, and mm-hmm. it comes from, I think that's why wine works so well in a lot of... Um, heart problems and other antioxidants is mm-hmm. because of the resveratrol in it. Yeah. And we've used resveratrol. We, I can say that's probably one of our first products. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd say and, it goes I mean, back probably 17, 17 18, 18 years, years at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we've used it for years. And the good thing about resveratrols are so much research that's come out about it. It really lately. is. You know, I mean, we've used it, and gosh, I mean, it's got some extensive research in, in your various hormonal cancers, Prostate cancers for guys. I mean, even this article uh, says that most of the research, you know, we've used is mm-hmm. suggested that it actually helps obesity. It helps diabetes. You know, it even talks about some of the other things it's for in this article. But what it was talking about, which was a new take on it that we haven't seen, right. is helping depression. Yeah, I mean, like I say, we've seen it, you know, talked about for cancers. Yeah, you see it for cancers. You see it for bone density. Yeah. You see it for weight loss. You see it for blood sugar control. Actually for... Anti-aging. Yeah, anti-aging. Well, yeah. Uh, On that bone density thing, actually resveratrol is one of the few things that's actually shown to increase the uh, bone morphogenic protein and actually increase bone density. Right. One of the few supplements to ever do that. So it does all those things, but now they're actually showing that it helps depression, and they think it helps depression by helping inflammation. Yeah, they said it was between the inflammation and depression. You know, we talked a couple weeks ago about depression and the anti-inflammatory effect of omega-3s. We did. Vitamin D and omega-3, they showed because of it helping inflammation that it also helped depression. So all these people that are depressed out there, Maybe they need to do more stuff well, for oh, inflammation. Okay. Now, you brought up an interesting thing. All those people out yes, there. Yes, because there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, they they actually had a little statistic here that was kind of mind-altering, so to speak. They talk about approximately 148 million people in the United States alone have some sort of depressive disorder. Yeah. 140. There's only, what, 300? That's half of America. Yeah, 148 million. 
Jiminy Crickets, that's half of America. So half of y'all listening out there. <laughs> Whether you know it or not, you may depressed. need okay. some resveratrol. <laughs> you obviously need If nothing else, for longevity. But, you know, you need resveratrol. Yeah, the studies on longevity and anti-aging mm-hmm. is what made resveratrol probably blow up about probably five to six years ago. I mean, there was uh, so much research on yeah, that helping the, longer, yeah. you know, keeping the telomeres from shortening, mm-hmm. which telomere shortening is what causes aging. Causes aging, right. So they've actually found that it was one of the few things that actually helps with that. So mm-hmm. many people have taken it for anti-aging, but now they're even saying it helps with depression. Yeah. And Well, they talk about, you know, it says a resveratrol appears, and this is quoting uh, one of the researchers named uh, Julie Fennell, or Fennell, and she says a resveratrol appears to knock down inflammation throughout the body. Yeah. Which huh. never hurts anything. No, I don't care what you got going because on. Because if you start thing. looking at every problem, whether it be cancer or heart disease or, you know, pain or, you, you know, name it. Yeah. autoimmune diseases or anything or mm-hmm. even diabetes, mm-hmm. they've shown it's an inflammatory process. Yeah, because, you know, they, they saw that these markers like the interleukin 1B and so on and so like that are always uh, – something that goes along with these depression disorders and, and some of the, these other disorders too, all those, uh, anti, all those in, inflammation markers. So really interesting story. Yeah, and really resveratrol is not that expensive either. The good thing no, is it's a pretty some, inexpensive yeah. supplement, and we do, have it on, you know, we do have it on our website, doctorsnutrition.com. Yeah. And it's something that we have taken ourselves for probably the last 17, 18 years. <laughs> I was going to say, first time we read the information about it, longevity. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, for anti-aging, we were hey, like, we're there. <laughs> I'm there. Give me, sign me up. You know, you know what was interesting, they talked about what uh, something like, what, the equivalent would be something like six glasses of wine. Right. And well, that's how much they used in rats, I should right. say. So if well, a little rat, it yeah. would take equivalent to six glasses of wine. And a person, it would take equivalent to a whole lot more than that. Right. And so don't try to drink yeah, it right right. oblivion there. And um, so I think we've looked before, and in some of the research articles they did for the anti-aging, mm-hmm. it would have taken 90 bottles of wine to equal what's in our two to four capsules. Right. So Two capsules, on, I think it Yeah, was, I think yeah. so. I mean, the mm-hmm. thing is, is it's actually, I think if you drank that much wine, you would cause some other problems. Uh, yeah, a little wine might be okay, but that much wine, a little red wine will be okay, but uh, might cause a little bit more problems if you drank ninety you bottles. Sure would, yeah. Especially every day. Right now, so, this is ancient history, I guess. But back to March twenty ninth, uh, is when this study came out. But and they did actually, you know, they're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, they, they were talking. About it, yeah, but th- and this came from the same place, the Federation of American Societies of Experimental Biology. God, that's a name, isn't it? Um, but Dick's got a whole group of folks in it, and, and they're all pretty, pretty good scientists. So, but what they looked at was that, and they said, and this is the the headlines: highly processed foods dominate the U.S. grocery purchases. Now that didn't surprise us. No, actually, it didn't. Unfortunately, uh, that was not a shocker. But you know, when you looked at this and and you think about all, you know, they said it says something like. More than 60% of all the calories in food we buy are, are you know, full of the bad fats. And they said sugar, highly processed. Highly Not even processed. a little bit processed, no, no, but no, the no. highly processed foods. Right. And yeah. they even went to say as much as 80% of our calories come from purchased ready-to-eat or ready-to-heat meals. Yeah. And when you talk sad. about that, that's all highly processed. So to me, that means 80% of it's processed, not... Sixty-two percent. Well, so, yeah, they they were kind of yeah. It's kind of confusing when you start is. looking at these 
percentages, so to speak? Because I've seen it uh, on other studies uh, not too long ago. We had one mm. that we did. I think it may be on our TV show or something we did. But anyhow, it talked about as much as 90 uh, cents on every dollar that was spent in the grocery store is on processed foods. Right. And we wonder why people are so sick. Seriously. We wonder why people have so many health problems and why everybody's tired and don't feel well. Right. And yeah. a lot of it, this highly processed food, mm-hmm. really, a lot of times you get really low nutrients. And when yeah. they were looking at the highly processed food, they were talking about sodas and cookies and chips and white, white. bread and candy, candy. and in processed meals, things and, that were ready and, to yeah, actually prepared, prepared meals. Yeah, right, right. Prepared. They weren't Frozen talking about stuff. And they so weren't on. talking about milk, which is still processed. It's just not considered highly processed. Right. Um, they were talking about junk. Yeah, I'd have to say that's what you call. They junk weren't food just diet. talking about processed vegetables. They were talking about junk food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. So if sixty-two percent of everybody's, you know, what they're eating is junk food, you got to relook at what you're eating. You know, we we kind of uh, preach this every day, so to speak. Yeah. And 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 the good thing, you know, I'll be honest with you, we live it. I mean, we we absolutely don't do processed food of any kind. We you don't. Know, and and the, the one thing that you you've got to learn to do is read labels because you know when you read the labels and you see more than about three or four ingredients, you know you're getting some stuff that's pretty highly processed. Right. Well, and you if, don't even know what it is. If you, you can't pronounce it, it is, and you no. don't know what it is. You probably shouldn't be eating it. And one of the last things you ever need to eat is a food that they say is fortified. Yes. If it's fortified, I don't care what they fortified it with, that means that they destroyed it first by processing it. And then, oh, we'll throw in a little bit of folic acid, or we'll throw in a little bit of this or that. You even talk about the processed foods, but I had somebody that came in this week, and they you know, had one of their supplements that they were looking at and said, mm-hmm. you know, is this okay? And it was magnesium. And I said, well, actually, magnesium is really good. But then I turned around the back of her label. It actually had sodium lauryl sulfate in Good Lord. The supplement. Even, I said, I, don't even, I won't even use that on my head. No. Topically, much less take internally. And they had that in the pill? In the pill. So Good you do Lord. have to look at labels, whether it be yeah, a supplement, whether it be a food, whether it be anything. you got to read labels. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't believe I was like, okay, I won't use sodium lauryl sulfate in soaps and in shampoos. No. I really wouldn't use it in something that I'm actually going to swallow. No. And, and that brings us to one of the other studies that we saw, and it's talk about pest. This came from Oxford University Press, um, another re- reputable place. Uh, and they talked about pesticides and fruits and vegetables linked to semen quality. Right. And we had a show just a couple of weeks ago on um, fertility. Yeah. And so we thought that was interesting. I mean, it just happened to come out yesterday. So it was brand, brand new. Yeah. And we talked about how so many things in the environment are lowering lowering the semen quality and mm-hmm. count. And that's what this was looking at. You know, that, that, this particular study just looked at that, the men and the semen count, and they talked about it, you know, how it, the people that, ha- the guys that ate a high levels of the pesticide residue in their foods, that packaged processed stuff that you're eating, and so on, and they had a 49% lower sperm count and 32% lower percentage of normally, normally formed sperm. Actually, this was looking at fruits and vegetables. Right, not just processed food. It wasn't food. just processed right. food. This no. is actually, if you get the real food, you still got to look at what they put on it. Right. Well, you know, there's the thing about that is, you know, these pesticides. Now, this they, they looked at just men, okay. But, you know, over the past years, I've done uh, numerous radio shows about the pesticides and so on being endocrine disruptors. Right. And especially in females and causing the female side of the, the reproductive problem. Right. And not just reproduction. I mean, this was no. about reproduction, but we know that the chemicals and the endocrine disruptors also affect thyroid function. It exactly. can affect um, 
you know, the whole endocrine system, which your hormonal balance is the endocrine system. Um, so it can be the thyroid hormones, it can be your adrenal hormones, it can be your sex hormones, it can be, so yeah. there's a lot of different things that the endocrine disruptors, you know, they affect. Do, yeah. And they, it was really a pretty amount when they say they, the ones that had a high level of the pesticide residue, thir- 49% lower sperm count. That's, that's, that's a that's lot. Huge. That's 50, that's right at 50%. I mean, right. that's half of them. Okay. And, you know, they, th- to me, that was just kind of amazing. Now, when you're talking about foods, you know, we talk about the pesticides, and we know that not everybody can afford to eat 100% organic. Now, or sometimes you just can't find it. Right, or you can't find it. But there is out, if you go to a place, you know, we're going to talk about a few, the Environmental Working Group, which yeah. is a very good nonprofit organization. Yeah. They actually put out information. Now It's, it's called ewg.org. Okay. Well, they actually have what they call the Dirty Dozen. <laughs> and it is a Dirty Dozen. And your Dirty too. Dozen is foods that should not be eaten unless they're organic because they contain so many pesticides. Right. And they know that these are much higher in pesticides. Now, I'm going to list them off real quick. Peaches. Mm. Apples. Sweet bell peppers. Celery. Nectarines. Strawberries. Cherries. Pears. Grapes. Especially spinach, if they're imported. Especially imported grapes. Right. Spinach. Lettuce and potatoes. Oh, yeah. And think about this every time you eat a French fry out somewhere. Right. Okay. You're getting potatoes that are contaminated because it's one of the most contaminated foods out there. Right. Now, your least contaminated real quick, onions, avocado, frozen corn, pineapples, mango, asparagus, peas, kiwi, bananas, cabbage, broccoli, and papaya. Yeah. Okay. So go to ewg.org and uh, give you some good information there. We'll be right back, folks. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctor's nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. 
You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about kidneys, but before we get started on that very important subject, actually, I want to tell you something. I'd like to tell you that if you can go to our website, doctorsnutrition.com, just spell it out, D-O-C-T-O-R-S, nutrition.com. Sign up for our newsletter because you are going to be sending out a lot of little emails that gives you, you know, certain things we'll be having on sale, specials that we'll be running. Yeah, we'll have um, cute, um, codes that you can put right. in and then you get a percentage you off a, of some of the products. On, right. And information and so on. So, you know, it's just sign up. It's uh, We promise not to cover you up in, inf- you know, uh, unwanted emails, but but it right. will be some good information. Yeah, it won't be constantly like some of these places. <laughs> no. But like so t- even tomorrow, we'll probably send out some of the things we talk about tonight on kidneys. Yeah. We'll send out little coupon codes tomorrow. And so you, if you want to try it, you'll be there. So just go to our website, sign up for the email, the newsletter, and you're And if you're listening business. to a download where it's not live... You'll always get coupons for something. You something. know what I mean? So it might yeah. not be on kidneys if you, you know, but mm-hmm. it'll be on something. So just sign up for it, and that way you can get more information. Right. Okay. And we'll keep it to, uh, you know, less than 14 emails a day. Some people well, I've signed up on, I swear. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I've got one or two that I've signed up for, and that's a swear. That's how many they send me every day. But we'll not do that. Okay. We're talking about kidneys tonight. And, and I, you know, most people say, yeah, kidneys, yeah, okay. They're, you know, kind of a yeah thing you got. You just don't really know much about them. Think about a kidney. Every day, your kidneys process about 200 quarts of blood. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, guys, go to the AutoZone or something. Just to remove about two quarts of excess water and waste products. Right. Go look at that wall of motor oil they've got at at like AutoZone. Eh, That's a couple hundred quarts. Okay, that stuff's going through your kidneys every day. And that's just to be processed. That's just to remove that excess water and stuff, like you said. And it it removes a poison. Um, It really does. We constantly have people come in that have actually had lab work done. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they've always on kidney function tests, you do the BUN, which is the blood urea nitrogen. Right. And you do creatinine. And people are like, "Well, well, what does that mean? And the creatinine is the poison that builds up if your kidneys aren't working properly. So the higher the creatinine, the worse your kidneys are. So it's not a good thing for that to be high. Now, the blood urea nitrogen is basically the breakdown of protein and the way the body breaks down protein and handles it. And there's usually another level called a GFR, which is a glomerular filtration rate. Which actually tells you at what percentage the kidneys are functioning at. Yeah, and that's all. That's good information yeah. to have. We do that, like I said, on any of the lab work that we do. Off the metabolic panels, going to do that. You know, there's three things that <clears throat> you know, kidneys kind of do. Some, you know, really have some real important stuff. hormones. Yeah, <clears throat> they really do. 
Erythropoietin or epoetin is extraordinarily it's big uh, important. It's, it's probably the biggest because what it does is stimulates your bone marrow to actually make red blood cells. Yeah, had somebody just today that faxed over some lab work from their mom, and I don't understand, you know, why they're anemic because their iron's normal. And I said, well, it isn't iron. You know, your mom has a kidney problem. I mean, if you look at she the creatinine and bun, yeah. it was definitely elevated, mm. and she has chronic kidney disease. And I said, her anemia is not from an iron deficiency. Her anemia is from the kidneys not putting out this very important hormone. Yeah, epoetin or yeah. Epoetin. And so, and it doesn't tell the bone marrow to make blood, so therefore the blood gets low. Yeah. So it's something, you know, but a lot of people that have kidney disease, the doctors know this, but a lot of the patients don't understand that. I do find that regularly, that even people yeah. with chronic kidney disease do not understand why they're anemic. That's true. And so now, of course, if it gets too severe, they can medically, they give, they give a shot mm-hmm. that actually has this chemical and or hormone in it that actually stimulates, but it's a very expensive and they don't do it very often unless no, it gets critical. They really don't, yeah. Now, there was a, some research I saw. Don't know if it works because we haven't had a lot of people try it yet. But apple cider vinegar, they said sometimes can actually mimic that hormone. Erythropoietin, right. Right. So yeah. it isn't going to ever hurt to do a little apple cider vinegar if you have chronic kidney disease with anemia. Now, just remember, though, that you want the organic, organic apple cider because with what? The, mother. the dirty dozen, right? Exactly. Apples are right up there amongst them, right? <clears throat> now, something else that the kidneys produces... And this is very important. Another important. Oh, very. It's called renin. Now, renin is a part of the cycle that controls the blood pressure. Right. And anytime you've got a hypertensive or a high blood pressure problem, they always have to look and work with the kidneys. Right. Because it can They're definitely involved. be coming from the kidneys. The kidneys were given the, you know, when God was handing out little jobs for everybody to do, the kidneys got the job of maintaining, controlling blood pressure because they have to have a certain amount of pressure to work. And with low, low, low blood pressure, they can't work. That's one of the things they worry right. about with extreme low blood pressure is kidney, kidney failure. Kidney failure, right. Because you have to have enough pressure in the kidneys for the kidneys to keep functioning. That's true. Now, something else that they do, and for those of you that have you know, some sort of bone problem like osteopenia or osteoporosis, <clears throat> that, the kidneys actually make something called calcitriol. Right which is kind of an active form of vitamin D. And it maintains the calcium for the bones. It really does. It really does. So kidneys have such an important, important function. And a lot of times people don't realize, you know, but of course, you know, you you can live with one. Oh, a lot of people are born that way. Yeah, you can actually have one kidney, and people can donate one kidney. So as long as you have one really good kidney, you're okay. But that kidney can actually, it has to be there to clean up the toxins from the blood. Yeah, a few weeks back, I had a gentleman come in, and he, he had one kidney that was <clears throat> damaged from a kidney stone, uh, severely damaged, and his other kidney was starting to go. Now, he was elderly, and, and, but he, we had to start some things about him to try to get that one kidney to, to function very well because he's down to one. Yeah, and it does make it. Now, the most common problems to actually hurt your kidneys, and a lot of people, you know, is... Diabetes, for one. Oh, diabetes has got to be the number one yes. reason for the uh, at least fifty, probably failure. more than fifty percent of the people on dialysis out there um, are actually diabetic. are diabetic, and yeah. that is why the kidneys went is because the blood sugar damages the kidneys so severely. That's true. Now, another big portion of that people with the people with chronic kidney disease is people with high blood pressure, hypertension, because yes. that you know one of the uh, groups of medication they like to use that protects the kidneys so well for uh, hypertensives is the uh, ACE inhibitors, yeah. uh, the angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors, 
because they do tend to protect the kidneys when you got that severe hypertension. So, so the high blood pressure and diabetes, you have to control it. We you always do. tell people you actually have to get it in, under control. It's not about how just how you feel. It's about what it does to your organs as well. That sure does. And, yeah. you know, there are things natural that you can do for your kidneys. Yeah, they certainly are. Um, you know, even the, if it's now genetic kidney diseases are a lot of it, well, too. Because yeah, we've like dealt the, with a lot of people with the polycystic, polycystic kidney disease. yeah, PKD. And mm-hmm. sometimes the glomerulonephritis, which can be the immune system. It can auto-immune. be autoimmune, can mm-hmm. affect it. Your lupus can affect them. I mean, there's right. so many things that can affect them. But we do have some things that can help, even if it is those disorders. It can help some, anyhow. And especially, you know, we find that there's a few things. One thing in particular that tends to, especially for the diabetics yes. or the people with just have uh, too much blood sugar, it may not be they're borderline diabetic or something, it's still enough to cause damage uh, to the kidney. And when you have that, the one thing that has shown very, very good results is vitamin B1 or thiamine. Yeah. Now, it takes about 300 milligrams a day, but it's a fairly inexpensive nutrient. And, you know, you could take 500 milligrams a day. It's not going to hurt you. I mean, it's, it's fine, but it takes at least now, about Most of the research is done on 300 milligrams. 300 milligrams and or more. And we right. usually dose it all in the mornings. It tends to give you a little energy as well. Yeah. Um, it's very inexpensive. But very. it definitely makes a difference in the kidney function. Now, another product that we use is something called kidney support formula. But the main ingredient in it is cordyceps. And actually, a type of cordyceps called cordyceps sinensis. Right. And there's it takes various yeah. kinds there. So. And they'll actually tell you that a lot of, there's a lot of different cordyceps out there. And a lot of products will use less expensive ones, but that is not what the research is done on. No. So it's we not. always use the products that research is done on because we want to make sure it works. Mm-hmm. And it also has special antioxidants in it for kidney function. So we do see some benefits with kidney support formula and the B1, and even B6 for a diuretic effect. Well, it has a natural diuretic effect, but if you're going to do a lot of B6, our suggestion is always not not to use the standard B6, which is paradoxine hydrochloride. Go with a paradoxal 5-phosphate. Which is your activated form, which doesn't cause damage if you get too much. Right. You can get too much B6 or or regular paradoxine hydrochloride, and it can actually cause problems, nerve problems. Uh, with the P5P, does not tend to do that. So you can use the P5P. It has a natural diuresis effect or diuretic effect. Wonderful product to use. And, and it's, you know, again, fairly inexpensive, too. It's very well. So that's good. You yeah. know, something else that you can do for your kidneys is drink a lot of water. Oh, always. But water, not sodas. You know, <coughs> you, don't, you, you want to drink pure water. Yeah, and you want to, I mean, you want to avoid excess alcohol and caffeine. Uh, excess, yeah. Excess. Mm-hmm. You want to maintain normal blood sugar and blood pressure levels for sure. And it, make sure you don't get overweight. Yeah. That, that actually is harder on the, the kidneys it, as well. It's it's much harder on the on the kidneys. It really is. That's You wouldn't think about it, but uh, being obese or overweight, even mildly obese, uh, can put a lot of extra pressure on all these organ systems, the kidneys included, such and as well with the liver and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> So that's something to watch, you know, make sure you drink plenty of good, clean, filtered water. Highly important. I mean, that's probably the most important thing you can do is get drink lots and lots and lots of water. To keep those things flushed out good. Another problem that a lot of people have is bladder. Yes. Bladder problems, especially mm-hmm. as you age. Yes, they do. Yep. So we do have something that tends to help that. It's called Pedidolex. Yeah, it helps control those smooth muscles that actually control the sphincter and so on in the the, uh, the urethra. 
And, you know, if you have a problem with that, you're going to have difficulty. You're going to have difficulty controlling the bladder. You're going to have uh, incontinence. You'll be able to leak a lot, things like that, which is not much fun. <clears throat> so Petadolex works great. It's, a, it's an extract of something called the butterbur plant. And uh, works. also they use it for uh, migraine. Yeah, uh, that's what it, most of the research is for is migraine is. headaches. But it does work. We've had quite a few that says it works as well as like Ditropan and Ditropan XL, all that. That the females especially that have that, but even some of the guys that have bladder control problems works very well for it. And something else that you get into with the, with the bladder issues is bladder infections. Yeah, we're going to talk about that more now, in depth. We're going to go in into that a little, other, bit, little bit in one other segment. You know? Yeah, but that's uh you know that's the thing that that we'll get into there. And uh, but I think the biggie, you know, if you're going to do something, if you're going to do the cordyceps, you have to make sure it's that cordyceps sinensis. That's right. the most important thing, and that's what we use in that kidney support formula. Be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about kidneys, and I would be remiss if we talked about kidneys if we didn't talk about some of the most important things, kidney stones. Or at least one of the most common problems well, with the kidneys. Well, it's one of the most painful, let's put it that way. Because I think <laughs> they say that at least... Like about 13, 14% of all men will have right. a kidney stone in their lifetime, and about 7 to 8% of all women will have a kidney stone in their lifetime. That's so significant. it's a pretty significant amount of people, and people that have had kidney stones, it's pretty painful. They actually <laughs> equate passing a kidney stone to having to a baby. Childbirth. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I, I've talked to a few people that uh, I've even talked to some females that have had them that said, oh, yeah, much rather just, have a baby. Right. You know, it, much rather have a baby. Very, very painful. Very painful. And, and there is yeah. a lot of preventative things that you can do for kidney stones. But now, if you've already had kidney stones, there's different types of kidney stones. Because mm-hmm. kidney are. stones are not always the same. Now, one of the most common ones is the calcium oxalate. Yeah, by far. Okay. It is by actually far. by far one of the more common yeah. ones. And one of the things that can actually inhibit that stone is citrate or right. citric acid, you know, coming from citric acid. And, you know, of course... Two of the most common things that we use in as a preventative, if you will, for these kidney stones is either potassium citrate or magnesium citrate. Or both. Or both. Right. I usually use both in most people. Typically, now, we have to. You know, we like to look at a lot of the lab work. And we don't give, want to give them tons of potassium if their potassium is already high. Yeah. But if their potassium, they can take a little bit of potassium. We usually, I'll usually use both the yeah. potassium citrate and the magnesium citrate. Because both are actually very beneficial uh, minerals and... If you've had a kidney stone, it can actually keep you from having another one, and that's worth taking a whole bunch of stuff right there. And one of the research papers I read somewhere showed that, it I mean, if you actually do the potassium citrate, the magnesium citrate, and I think a little B6, that you mm-hmm. could actually eliminate about 93% of kidney stones. Something over 90%. That's it, actually it, pretty good. That was significant. Yeah. It is significantly. So yeah. definitely, since the majority of the kidney stones are oxalate, Mm-hmm. and you don't know what kind you have, then you can maybe do those things and see. I don't think it will hurt any types of kidney stones. No, but you need to kind of watch the, if you have those calcium oxalates or the stones, you really want to kind of have a low oxalate diet. Now, that gets tough. Okay, guys. Now. Number one on the list, beer. Yes. And, ladies, chocolate. Soft okay. drinks. Well, yeah, soft drinks. Now, Tea? One of the biggest things you can do for kidney stones of any kind, mm-hmm. water, 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 water. <laughs> I mean, comes de- back to that old water. Dehydration it? is probably one of your most common problems. That, and that's you know, why the stones is. form mm-hmm. is because of dehydration. So really you is. always want to make sure you drink enough water. Yeah, always. Yeah. And one of the things that, uh, and there's been a lot of, you know, every once in a while we'll have somebody come in and, and talk about, um, you know, Vitamin C and, and kidney stones, vitamin C causing kidney stones, and so on. Actually, there, there was a study that was done in a nurse's health study, and it talked about the intake of vitamin B6 and C and the risk of kidney stones in women. And they analyzed 85,000 uh, women, and they found no increased risk in the formation of stones with vitamin mm-hmm. C intake. Now, Obviously, they were talking about moderation in vitamin C intake. We're not talking about 10,000 units of uh, milligrams a day or anything like that. But moderation of vitamin C, there's no particular problem with it. Right. So, you know, I, I always try to assure people, yes, you can take a little vitamin C. Now, we, at the same time, we suggest that magnesium, that uh, potassium citrate, magnesium if citrate, If you're prone to them, especially. Right. Yeah, especially if you're prone to them. Exactly. Now, there's another type of calcium stone. It's calcium phosphate stones. Yeah. And... You know, it, the best treatment for it is acidifying the urine. 
Yeah. Now, potassium citrate actually alkalizes the urine. Yes, so for does. this type of stone, it probably wouldn't be the best thing to do, but the best thing to do maybe would be cranberry extract. Cranberry extract. And the reason we say extract rather than cranberry juice is because of all the fructose. And we're going to get to that fructose problem in a minute when we talk about another kind of stone. Uh, you know, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the best thing to do is use a cranberry extract. It's a simple pill that's just got those acids in it from that cranberry. And you can take those. They work wonders. They really do. They acidify the urine. Now, and that would be for calcium phosphate stones. That's for the phosphate stones. Now, the next right. kind of stone is your uric acid stone. Which is what you're getting involved in with that... Uh, Fructose. Right. Mm -hmm. And a high purine diet, which people yep. that are actually prone to gout mm -hmm. tend to be the ones that actually get the uric acid stones. Right. Because gout is a buildup of uric acid. Right. Makes it sense. Is. And, you know, most of those people that have the, the gout and or the, the uric acid uh, stones and so on, most all of them have been associated with the insulin resistance, which is going to be the precursor to Diabetes, diabetes if you're not careful so that's something to watch out for too so watching the diet actually mm -hmm. they've even shown the potassium and magnesium citrate even help the uric acid stones right but changing the diet is probably essential in that type of stone the, the diet's real important it is kind of there's another one called a struvite and it's not a real common one but um usually it comes from some some sort of infection you know if you've had a severe severe kidney infection or something you can have uh what they call a struvite stone and we do see these. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're not that rare. And a lot of times they form what they call the staghorn calculi and stuff. Right. And I, we've, actually, we've actually had a patient that lost a kidney due to that type of stone. Because, yeah, well, that's what happened to the yeah. guy that uh, I was just telling about yeah. earlier. He, he had that big that staghorn. And when they say staghorn, when you look at it on an x-ray, it looks like a moose horn. It does. It, does. And it, it really, really does. does look like that. It, it looks like a moose's antlers in there. And that's the inside of the plenum, or they call it, of the kidney. And when you block that thing uh, completely then off, you actually start, can go. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people don't realize they have them until after they've been there forever. Right. And so that type of stone usually is formed from infection, but a lot of yeah. times you don't know about it until later. Now, they'll try antibiotics usually to help with that type of stone to see if it resolves it or dissolves it, mm -hmm. but it doesn't always work. It doesn't always, but in a lot of cases it does, and that yeah. is one of the things they'll use for that. Right. Now, another one that's rather... Kind of uncommon, actually. Yeah, very it's uncommon. It's called a cysteine stone. And they're not very common at all. But it, you can look at them under the microscope, and, and the way they're dis discerned is they'll have a, the little crystals will be a hexagon. Actually, a perfectly shaped little hexagon. And uh, that's how you detect those things, measured with those. And, of course, you'll see the urinary cysteine excretion, too. You can check that. One of the biggies there. Decrease your salt intake. Yeah, it's one that the salt intake makes a huge difference in those huge types of stones. Difference. And again, they said the citrates still the citrates do help. Open. Right. It still helps, but you have to decrease your salt intake along with that type of stone. That's right. Now, you're thinking, okay, we've told you a lot that you can do for if you have certain types of stones. Right. What can you do to prevent kidney stones to begin with? Like just not even to have them. How about drinking water? Water is always your biggie. <laughs> now, we always say that is probably one of the biggest things. Mm -hmm. But another big one is balancing your fat-soluble vitamins. Oh, that's huge. That's the A, the D, and, and the, the K2. K2. Right. And a lot of people, you know, vitamin D deficiency is so huge. And we talk right. about it all the time because mm -hmm. we, 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 we monitor for it on lab work. And we put so many people on vitamin D. 
But one of the things, and there's even been research, oh, well, if you put somebody on a high dose of vitamin D, it can increase the risk of kidney stones. Not true if you balance it with your other fat-soluble vitamins. But a lot of the people that we run into, Janine, aren't balancing it. They're not. You know, and we actually came up with a formula. We've had well, a couple of years now, and it's called ADK2. Right, specifically because, for that reason. Right, because it has the vitamin A, it has the vitamin D, and it has the K2. And all those three are fat-soluble, and that's what we're talking about, balancing those fat-soluble vitamins. Right, so you have to make sure you take them all together, yeah. and that's what we recommend. And doing your vitamin D levels tells you how much vitamin D that you actually need. And D is so important even for kidney health. You know, we're talking about kidney health in general. Mm -hmm. D is very important for kidney health. It's because kidneys help regulate the the bone. It helps with calcium into the bone. And so you want your D. You want your K2. You want your vitamin A all to be balanced so that you can actually get the bone density you need and actually help the kidneys function and not form kidney stones. Right. You know, it's it's always uh, people that have a lot of stone formation like that and they're taking huge amounts of vitamin D, you've got to be suspicious because they probably aren't taking enough D, I mean, enough of the A and the K2. <clears throat> and those things have to be balanced or you're, you're in for trouble. That's just all there is to it. And there's quite a bit of research out there on that too. There it is. really is. And K2 is, is just so good in, in doing other things other than just uh, kidney stone prevention. It's actually good for bone development. And like you said, oh, yeah. it's, it's got a lot of really – it actually can actually take something it – it's been shown in research that it can help pull some of the calcium out of the plaque in your arteries. Right. So uh, That's never a bad thing. No, it's it? not. So mm. you, you definitely want to get your water. Definitely. You want to balance your fat-soluble vitamins. Mm-hmm. You want to get your magnesium. Mm-hmm. Now, in the citrate form is a really good form to get it in because, I mean, that is one that actually it's somebody in your family is prone to kidney stones. You mm-hmm. do what, and magnesium is deficient in probably 90% of Americans. So that's I've why I that say, yeah, many times, that's why yeah. I say magnesium is, is opposed to potassium citrate if you just have the, you're trying to prevent. And you know why it's so deficient? Because the soil. Processed, well, well processed foods. That's right. Too, and know? the soil's depleted as well, well. That too. So even if you don't have enough magnesium in the soil and you grow a plant, it's not going to have as much magnesium right. in it. Right. That's very true. That's very true. So, you know, getting your magnesium, getting your ADK2, getting, drinking mm-hmm. your water, and reducing your fructose. I, you know, that, that's the biggie with that. Because fructose has actually been linked to that, that uric acid stone uh, formation. And yeah. fructose is also been linked to, you know, the things like insulin resistance. And, you know, one of the big culprits, and we, we see an awful lot of people doing this one, and it's called agave. Yeah. Agave is about 90% fructose. And that means, you know, agave is great stuff to make tequila out of, but it's really not the best thing in the world to eat all the time. No, I mean, uh, it, the way it's processed, it still actually has, a, like you said, it's actually in... About 90%. And well, actually, high fructose corn syrup is only 45 to 55%. Right. Fructose. Now, what we will use if we have to use a sweetener is the coconut nectar. Yeah, there's it is, options. It's, it's a lot lower glycemic index. Much better glycemic index. So it's a really, really low glycemic food. And so if you're going to do it, you still don't want to do tons of it. No. I mean, you don't want to overdo sugar of any kind. No. And, and, you know, moderate your salt. I mean, you know, it's it's something, you know, occasionally we see people come in our, our office and we do lab work on them and they're actually low in salt. Had one today. But... You've got to moderate it. You don't want to just do excessive salt because that can lead to some of these stones, too. All right, we're going to be uh, taking another break here. Come back. We'll be talking more about kidneys and kidney issues. There is a fact that we must all face. 
and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're, tonight, we're talking about kidneys and urinary tract. And one of the most common things is urinary, urinary. tract infection. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Oh, we got to talk about um, that. It's one thing. of the biggies. And, really you know, you see people, you know, and women probably have more of a problem with it than men. Much But more. men can have a problem as well. But you see, you know, probably... 
like I said, so much of the population has had a urinary tract infection in their life, but some people have chronic urinary tract infections. They, they really are. So it's not even just that it's, you know, that they have them often. They have it all the time. Yeah. Now, some of the common symptoms of urinary tract infection right. would be burning on urination, mm-hmm. frequent urination, mm-hmm. pain in your, kind of your lower back, kind of right about the bottom of the ribs. Yeah, just above the belt line. Not right. Below, above That's it. where I yeah. tell people if it's aching or it hurts or right. somebody touches you there and it hurts, that could be a sign. Mm-hmm. Blood in your urine. Seeing, seeing blood. Now, sometimes the blood is microscopic where you don't see it. Right. And even having really cloudy or really strong smelling urine. Right. Um, the, the bacteria smells, so it actually it has a kind of a strong smell to it. Small, strong odor to it. Something else that, that kind of less common maybe, but a lot of females will have almost what we call an asymptomatic, which means they don't have a lot of these outward symptoms, but they might be a little dizzy. Yeah, I actually, sudden, or just feeling bad. Just feeling bad um, and a little dizzy. Yeah. Honestly, we see we probably see more urinary tract infections that people don't have the typical symptoms. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason to have a urinalysis regularly. Mm-hmm. When we do, our most of our panels have a urinalysis on them because we were finding so many women with urinary tract infections that actually didn't have the typical symptoms. Uh, it's it's been quite amazing, actually. Um, we started a long time ago putting that that uh, urinalysis is just part of it, right? And do a microscopic with it and everything. So it's a full bore, uh, full blown uh, urinalysis. I even probably probably the, the the strangest case I ever saw with no symptoms of a urinary tract infection that was causing a problem was a woman that actually had been almost bedridden for two to three years with high blood pressure. Um, her pressure was extreme high, and they could not bring it down with medication. She was on five different blood pressure medications, and it wouldn't come down. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, her brother-in-law got tired of her being sick and said, I'll pay for you to go see the foxes. So yeah. she came in. We did lab work, and she had a severe urinary tract infection. She's like, well, I don't have any symptoms. And I said, well, it's there. I mean, it's obvious in the urine. So we treated her for the urinary tract infection, and her blood pressure went down. Mm-hmm. And she got off of all five medications. And her blood pressure was fine after that. And she went back to work. She was totally normal. So the whole time, it was a urinary tract infection. That's pretty incredible. Now, that's abnormal. That ain't most. Nope, that's That is very, but that just shows you that it can actually cause other things. I even had somebody today that says, I don't have symptoms, but I feel bad when I, when I, I just generally feel blah. Yeah. And we hear that a lot. Generally fatigued. Yeah. And a lot of times, fatigue is because your body's fighting a bacteria. It's, It's fighting an infection. You know, sometimes, occasionally, we'll, we'll find the females, especially the females, that will talk about urgency. Yeah. Uh, when they've got to go, they got to go. Yeah. Well, and, now I have a lot of women that when we do the UAs and we see the urinary tract infections and we say, okay, let's you know, do something about it, they come back and they say, I didn't think I was having any symptoms, but actually, I did have to urinate a lot. I just thought it was because I was getting old. I hear that one a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was just part of aging. Newsflash, and just because you get old don't mean you have to urinate a lot. Okay. So it really was the bacteria. Now, speaking of bacteria, mm-hmm. 90% of all UTIs is E. coli. Yeah, Escherichia coli. Right. There's the 10% that's not. Now, yeah. what we use is most effective on E. coli. It's actually very effective on E. coli. It is. Actually, the research has showed it's as effective as an antibiotic in 90% of urinary tract infections. Which is E. coli. Because yeah. 90% are E. coli. Are e. coli. Right. It's called D-mannose. Mm-hmm. It's actually a sugar, but if you know a lot of people, that, that when you talk about kidney, kidney infections, those kind of things, they always talk about, uh, and we talked about the cranberry juice. 
cranberry juice actually has some a tiny bit of tiny bit of demannose, but you don't get the huge amounts. Now it's kind of it's neat how demannose works. It really is because if if you look at the way E. coli, the reason why a lot of times it's hard to kill even with an antibiotic is because it actually has these little finger-like projections all over it. Mm-hmm. And it actually sticks to the inner walls of your bladder. Yeah, it's got something called lectin. Yeah, uh, and it has, it it's it like sticky. a lectin. Yeah. Well, one reason it sticks is because your body has mannose mm-hmm. on the inner linings of the urinary tract. Right. And this E. coli loves this mannose. It well, mannose is very sticky with that lectin. So the, the E. coli sticks to the walls and then the antibiotics don't get to it. Right. Well, the whole premise of mannose is make the urine real high in mannose, not just the walls. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the E. coli come out to get it and they stick to the mannose, the mannose in the urine, but then it's flushed out. So it's it's actually a humane way of getting rid of the bacteria. Exactly, right? and it, and it's very effective. Don't even have to kill them. Yeah, just flush um, them on. And so that is something that, and, and we and you can give it to a little bitty girl because you see we've you know, actually you, done that. We have you you have young girls because of potty training and because of you know dirty diapers and all that. You know they actually get urinary tract infections because E. coli comes from fecal matter. I mean, so if you think about it. You know, if you do have a baby, and, mm-hmm. and it, when they first start learning to wipe, mm-hmm. you get a lot of little girls with urinary tract infections. It sure and it's is. just, it's so much healthier than putting them on antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic. That should be, antibiotics should actually be your last Right. Resort. What we tell people is, let's do the mannose. Right. Okay. After a week of doing the mannose, we rerun the urinalysis. Let's see if it works. Let's just not assume it, especially if you don't have any symptoms. We look at the urinalysis, see if it's working. If it's not working, next step is to culture it. Because if you are going to take an antibiotic, you want to get the right one the first time. You don't That's want to true. take an antibiotic and it not be the right one for that bacteria and therefore have to take another one and another one and another one. Yeah, not now, good for you. for the people that have already taken antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic, which we do see a lot in we people see that, that have chronic lot. urinary tract right. infections, make sure you replace your probiotic. Yeah, your good bacteria in the gut is so important. We have to get the good bacteria back Mm -hmm. up to keep these infections from just constantly coming back. Because that actually, you know, keeping the probiotics in there actually changes. And, and, you know, some of the good guys can actually kill some of the E. coli. I mean, E. coli has its place in our gut. And it does some actually good things in our gut. But when it gets in other places, it's not a good thing. Right. So I do tell people, you know, but if if you are going to do it, do a culture. Mm Because you can culture the urine. Um, And then... Just prevention to begin with for urinary tracts. I mean, always wipe right. Most women should know how to do that. Right. Use white, unscented, uncolored, undyed yes. toilet paper. Those little flowers on there are not good. If you are prone to it, do take bath. Don't take baths. Take showers instead. Right. Um, yes. So that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Always make sure you urinate right after intercourse. Always. Because that's another time where bacteria can travel. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of things that you can do to actually reduce the likelihood of getting a urinary tract infection. Mm -hmm. But even if you get one, like I said, the mannose would be the first thing you try. We even add, some, in some cases, uva ursi, which does help as well. But I would say mannose is always number one. 
you see, we have to use Uversi a lot of times when you have the uh, interstitial cystitis, right. you know, which is a chronic, chronic, chronic condition. So, And even some of the chronic problems, and we mm-hmm. even have some people do Manos on a daily basis to actually for prevention, and it's totally safe. There is, is nothing harmful about doing D-Manos. And, and we've even seen uh, the, the people with uh, sugar problems that can tolerate the D-Manos. Yes, because it doesn't get absorbed into the body as regular sugar, regular so sugar, it just stays right. in the urinary tract. Right. So it's a lot of things you can do for kidney health and urinary Okay, we're about to wrap up the show on the kidneys and the urinary tract. Next week, we're going to be talking about methylation. No, next no, week. That no, is the following, the following week. week. Oh. Next week, we're hey. talking about exercise. Disregard what I said. And we're actually yeah. going to talk about the benefits of exercise, but at the same time, some of the detrimental effects of exercise. Yes, we are. Like yeah. swollen prostate for men, mm. like high homocysteine, mm. like tendinitis and bursitis and yeah. joint pain and degeneration of the joints. So we're going to be talking about all that next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about a lot of really neat stuff. So we'll see you then, folks. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.